everyone, it's Jacqueline Kermaski with the Herdbook Ag Media. I'm back and here to give you your Moving Iron Ag News update for this final week of September as we head into the month of October. On Capitol Hill this week, members of the Senate Ag Committee recently introduced what's called the Precision Ag Loans Act, or PAL, to establish that would establish low-cost and long-term loans specifically for different producers who would want to adopt farm technologies, however, would not be able to due to the barriers of long-term traditional financing methods. The bipartisan legislation is rooted in the idea that farmers are already doing a good job to take care of the environment and our natural resources. However, those that wish to invest in even more environmentally and sustainably enhancing innovations are unable to, largely due to cost, and therefore need some alternative ways to help pay off them. It should be noted that the World Economic Forum has estimated that if just a quarter of all the world's farms adopted more precision agricultural practices due to technology, their yields could increase the global intake by 15%, and simultaneously both gas emissions and water usages could potentially decrease between 10 and 20%. Recently, the Bureau of Land Management is going to has announced they are going to move back to Washington, D.C. However, industry groups say this is not in the best interest, as the BLM would be moving away from the majority of the land and resources that they oversee, being based out of their current location in Grand Junction, Colorado. Moving on to our international news, an Israeli company called Blue White Robotics recently earned $37 million of Series B funding that would help them scale their business for uh, doing a robotic service agency that would allow a single farm operator to manage an entire fleet of self-driving autonomous tractors. Recently, the USDA has confirmed that the, that the African swine fever has indeed been found in Haiti, which is very concerning considering that many Haitian migrants are attempting to cross the U.S. border, especially this month. According to the World Organization for Animal Health, this is Haiti's first outbreak of African swine fever in nearly 40 years. In our national news this week, unfortunately, we have a, another incident to report of another cyber attack that happened to a Minnesota agribusiness, this time a cooperative. Crystal Valley Co-op was forced offline to take their systems offline after a vicious ransomware attack. This would be the second of its kind this week after another cooperative incident. Both cooperatives were attacked by the Russian cyber criminal group Black Matter, saying that all their website data had been stolen from the farm from their providers. These disruptions are serious and notable as both entities had to go completely offline and halt some of their day-to-day -day operations as they were unable to use their systems at all. And as we are heading into the heat of harvest season, this is a very serious concern and threat. Cybersecurity, however, according to the Biden administration, is one of the government's top agricultural agendas, especially in light of the high-profile attacks that happened um, earlier this year. In slightly better news, recently the Department of Agriculture reported that our corn harvest is about 18% complete and soybeans aren't too far behind at 16% complete and, as of now, are slightly ahead of the five-year average. Here's a little bit of interesting news. Right now in Canada, the organic food and beverage market is absolutely booming. In 2020, their total sales topped $6.5 billion, which was a 33% increase from 2017. In 2020, the organic industry took, a, took over 3% share of Canada's food and market beverage, which is notably up from both 2017 and 2012. And it reports that two-thirds of Canadians are now buying organic food on a weekly basis, 
which is something to consider as we are very close trade partners and if this might reflect some of their buying choices in the future. Another interesting trend to know is that tomatoes being imported from Mexico are expected to double in the not very distant future. According to the University of Florida, their study says that if this were to happen, American tomato growers are in a position to lose $252 million annually, which would be a 30% loss in total revenue according to our, our current numbers. This is very serious, especially for, Flor for Floridian farmers as their harvest season happens at about the same time that Mexico does. U.S. farmers grew 1.3 billion pounds of fresh tomatoes last year, and that's less than a third of 2000's harvest, mostly due to decrease in demand as Mexican competition has risen, and also with other complications such as rising prices of labor. But if tomatoes aren't working out for you, if you head on over to California, some farmers are getting into another interesting market, uh, specifically coffee. Right now, a California-based specialty coffee company is partnering with farmers, providing them seedlings, post-harvest proce processing, and marketing services. This means that there are now coffee farms starting to come up into existence all around Southern California. And if successful, this trend could be a notable one to watch and continue. You should be aware that right now the U.S. produces only 0.01% of the entire world's coffee crop, meaning just about all of our coffee is imported mostly grown in and all of that that was grown here was grown in Hawaii. However, this new coffee startup has partnered with Smith Hobson Ranch of Ventura and who was able to add 20,000 coffee trees all over the coastal shore. Right now, the University of Florida is again piloting a coffee plantation to see how well the crop could survive in the climate of Florida. This uh, could be a saving grace as again, going back to Brazil, their coffee crop was pretty severely impacted due to drought and freezing temperatures, not to mention still supply chain complications with COVID. All right, that about wraps up everything we have for this week. This Ag News Update is brought to you by the Herdbook Ag Media, serving all your agribusiness writing, communication, and media needs. Find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, or our company website, the-herdbook.com. Let me know you found out about us here in Moving Iron and get 20% off your first invoice.